0: My name's Roan, I'm a painter from Melbourne. I work from Everfresh Studio in Collingwood. Roan's been a nickname since I was 14, 15 at high school, like before I even knew what graffiti really was. There's been so much publicity about what I've been doing, it's quite strange when people recognise me in the street, and that's one of the most surreal things about it, to be known for what I love doing in it. I started. Really, it was like skateboarding for me. I skate with our friends. We'll go to these like abandoned spots because they were kind of fun to skate, and no one would kind of disturb you. And eventually, at these spots, you'd start to see graffiti and stickers and stencils and stuff like that. And we started doing that on our own skateboards. Eventually, kind of the whole skateboarding thing, a lot of my friends kind of dropped off or I moved away from them and kind of started painting more than we skateboarding. And that became what I'd do on a, you know, on a weekend or a Friday night instead of skateboarding. I started doing stencils and stickers and just small things and. It became quite competitive with our friends that, you know, who would make the biggest sticker. Then we went to paste ups, which you could do on just paper and you could get huge sheets of paper. And then you could get like three sheets of paper and stick those together and they just got bigger and bigger. It got to a point where I started just to paint directly on the walls and the first kind of wall I did that was in Miami, maybe three years ago. I never tried to make it my living. I studied graphic arts, graphic design, and I got a job working for a skateboard company doing t shirt graphics, and that was like the best job in the world when I was 21, 22. And I was always just doing this on the side. You know, the idea of doing, you know, street art and graffiti as a professional thing was like, the idea of being like a professional yo-yo player. You know, it's like, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's fun, you do it with your friends, but it was going nowhere. It was just for the hell of it. You know, it was art for art's sake. But after years and years and people kind of kept asking me to do you know, commission work on canvas or ask me to paint a wall and just bits and pieces here and there. It wasn't until 2011, I think, or 10, that I finally just, I did my first solo exhibition. I was really successful and I pretty much stopped working with any of my clients from then and just kept painting. And I haven't gone back since. All my international travels started because of what I was doing as a graphic artist. And I would do trips originally for work, um, for research. And while I was traveling, I would know, go meet other artists and paint, and go put up posters and stickers. and. That kind of spiraled from there. it's like just built up my I guess international kind of network of people I knew and that kind of helped me get invited to uh, international exhibitions and bits and pieces like that. But then, like in the last few years, it's uh, it started the change where I would actually be invited and flown out somewhere to paint. you know it's like a dream job. It's like one of those things you you saw on the TV as a kid you win know, a holiday, do exactly what you love doing, you know. And, it's just, and all your friends are there, it's just like, incredible. It's a real pinch yourself moment when you realise that you do what you love for a living and you can totally survive off that. Like I still work really hard at it and I'm up at 7 o'clock and you know, here every morning just doing something just to keep pushing myself and trying new things. And, Collins Street was a kind of a perfect moment where the right people came together. There was one guy in particular, Richie Brownfield, who started a few projects in Melbourne called like City Lights, where they were doing installations, and that was in Hosey Lane, which is kind of like a, tourist destination now for graffiti and street art. He asked me if I could paint some sort of work above these um, food vendors that were going into the space. That at first when he pitched it to me, I didn't realize how large the wall was, but he didn't also think about going all the way to the top. So I kind of, I saw it and he just wanted something to, you know, almost rainbow over the top of these food vendors. And then I kind of put it to him like, can we just paint the whole thing? It didn't make sense because if it's that big, you can't actually see it when you're in the space. But from five blocks away, you can see it and it brings people to the space. So I kind of used that argument. They they seemed fine with the idea and I'd never painted something that big, but I didn't really let them know that (laughs) this is the first time I've gone that big. But it's like, I'd paint things that were large, um, but that was kind of like the next challenge to do that, yeah. Graffiti coming off the streets into the, the uh, galleries, um, into people's homes is something that's uh, started to happen over the last 10 years. I think someone once called it the, the Banksy effect, you know, just like after that guy started selling things to celebrities, it kind of almost had this trickle down effect where people started to actually realise the value of street art and graffiti and start to invest in it it's funny little things like that legitimize it for some people like for myself i've always seen it as something amazing that i've loved it and i didn't need someone else to put a hundred thousand dollars to it graffiti it's definitely got a you know, bad name in you know, most communities still, and like, especially like when you say something like vandalism. When someone says graffiti to me, I, I don't see like the negative con- connotations, so I'm almost can't see the forest through, through the trees. <laughs> a lot of my fine art stuff is a lot more consumable than stuff that's just like a tag on a wall, but you don't get one without the other, you know, like it wasn't for those tags and stickers and stencils that kind of influenced me to start. And I'm not saying I love every tag out there, but I kind of see there's kind of a reason for it. It's really hard for me to to guess where I'm going in the future because I really didn't think I'd be here. It's one of those things like people, you know, see what I'm doing now and they may not realise that I started in 2001, like well over ten years ago, so it was definitely a slow process and I found that no one was going to give me that opportunity to paint something big unless I really took it myself and just proved that I could do it, not even knowing that I could do it. So you have to just take that leap of faith sometimes and go get a big ladder and just just do it, just try and make something happen.